And I'm going to ask you one more time. What's your name? What is a rapid threat? Who are you? And who's the buyer? You don't have any idea what the hell's going on, do you? <laughs> Versus Mission Impossible Three. I'm Matt Dirt 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 And I'm uh, Agent John Ethan Hunt. I'm just your. <laughs> I'm just your guy in a chair, aka Simon Pegg, who would famously say, oh, it's not like I'm going to be in Mission Impossible 3. Mm. Simon Pegg. Clay Inferno. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Great to be here. Great to be with you. Well, we're glad you chose uh, this mission, Clay. Yes. This, um, <laughs> why, why don't we to. just, why don't we, uh, yeah, well, this, this message, <laughs> this podcast actually may self-destruct. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, More likely implode. Some people yeah. are like, it's better, or I'll destroy it if it doesn't self-destruct. Hashtag oh. mission unpossible, like uh, uh-huh. unpossible mission unpossible. Hashtag hopping through hunt. Thought John might you might like that one. <laughs> oh, John, there you go. because yeah. uh, it refers to uh, you know your surname, and also yeah. it's almost it's almost Easter. And yeah. then uh, <laughs> hopping, th- hopping through hunt, oh, and I then, see. and then um, this one I think that we all could agree is probably the most um, James Bond uh, being caressed on the knee version, uh, easing through Ethan, <laughs> easing through Ethan. Yeah, very good, very good. Any of them work. Thank you. Those are those are great little hashtags. John had one, but he can't remember it. Is yeah, I can't remember it. Is? It was a play on the the word cruise, but it wasn't. You know, it was it was like not like cruise missile or cruise ship. It was. Is it like but, cruising for dudes? Yeah, that was. Which <laughs> is kind of like caressing through, <laughs> caressing through cruise. Easy uh, cruise. Well, you guys are more into these movies than I am. Uh, but, yeah, I only like movies that are like spy action movies. That's all. Where I they're think. named after, where the characters named after you. Yeah, especially those ones. Those yeah. are the best ones. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, I mean, you know, the ones that I've seen. I just, I have a sort of a thing with Tom Cruise, where I think he's kind of a psycho. Yeah, I, and I, I wish he wasn't crazy because I really like mm-hmm. a lot of his work, and it sort of is like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, you know, it's hard to sometimes uh, separate the art from the artist. That's that's the problem, really. I like I actually he's a good actor. I don't have anything against his talent or anything like that, but I I uh yeah, I mean everything I've read about him is just not good. And I feel like he's probably a lot like Ethan Hunt, like on the set. He probably is very you know, you hear he's kind of a perfectionist and he's kind of like I I don't know. <laughs> Who knows if it's true, but well, Clay and I are starting our Mission Impossible podcast after this. And you don't have to That's watch fine. anymore of these. That's why That's let's, we're going to be talking about it at your birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I I get the Tom Cruise thing, but I almost, I have sort of the opposite, like, feeling about, like, I really like him as an actor. 
and I love Interview with a Vampire. I even like the Jack Reacher movies, even though that's I do not too, actually. Exactly. Um, I guess maybe the Reacher TV shows more in line with the books and the vision of the author, but like, uh, I I think he's a good action star, and I think that it is absolutely insane that he does his own stunts at whatever seventy five years old now. You know, it's like it's so crazy <laughs> that he does that. Well, I think my thing is sort of like the so supposedly recently he was there was audio of him dressing down the crew, uh, you know, on the latest Mission Impossible movie seven, I guess, which has still been has been delayed like three times. And he's a and weird then he, Scientologist too. I mean, that's not right. cool at all. No, like, that's no, it's weird not cool at all. But that's apparently weird. the Church of Scientology has not made a taken a stance on vaccinations uh, yet. So they're like, whatever had, you want to do. Hold I on to these reds, toilet paper tubes and let's yeah. check your vital boinks. I've read certain stories that, that he's moving away from Scientology. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, mm. So, who yeah, knows? I don't know if it's a Scientology thing, but he, he was yelling at certain crew members for not being safe on set, and then he got COVID. Him, him and the director. Well, by God. Whatever. But anyone can get COVID. I mean, let's face it. Who's... um. Who's directing this newest one? It's the because same I, one, Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, because, who is a because, great director. Yes, I, yeah. that's why I said, I mean, I know that we might not do all of these, but I did like that latest one with Henry Cavill, and I thought it was really good. It's I think it's the best action. one. Crazy yeah. action. The, the the thing that they do in the with the helicopter and stuff is the most insane crazy thing i've ever seen and that's cruise flying the helicopter Sorry, i know it's so crazy i know we're going like, i don't we're care. going on to the I, I really don't because you might not even <laughs> ever see it but i i mean i i would say even however you would final thoughts this i think it's worth your time to see that movie just or to find the helicopter chase on youtube and just watch that it's it's insane dude it's crazy well all right let's you guys, or John, I guess, said that in order, if we're going to do any of them, we should do this one, because then if we do any of the other ones, I, I will understand them better by having yeah. seen the third one. Because the funny thing about this one it is the lowest grossing one, and I think it's kind of like seen as, you know, the, the Mission Impossible 3, not not even counting one and two, I don't think, but it's kind of like, eh, this one's, eh, this one's, a, you know. Who's saying that? I don't think it's. Man, I read some critic stuff, and it's you know I think this is it's not that it's Abrams' first directorial movie. I I think I, yeah, but he had done tons of television by this point. He had done yeah. apparently Tom Cruise binge watched like the first two seasons of Aliens and said he wanted J.J. Abrams. This is of course after they uh, went through two other directors. Yeah, David Fincher quit and um, Joe Carnahan. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know. I don't either. He was going to direct one of the Star Trek movies, and he he fell out with them too. So I don't know I'm anything. Sort of a, I'm sort of a JJ movie guy. I never watched Fringe or Alias. Uh, and Lost was apparently also a big thing, then, right? He, he was yeah. he a Lost yeah. guy too? I thought that was really yeah. Lost, but okay. Well, so I guess were... sure. Sure. Okay. Well, in, I never watched any of either. So don't worry about it. But yeah. I oh, like, I thought maybe I like... you were a fan of those because people, no, it's I'm... weird. Some people would be like, oh, I loved Alias. You're like, oh, okay. 
I don't even I'm really sure know what it is. I've never seen any of his shows. I've never it's saw a Felicity or anything. Yeah, I know I know it. I just never watched it. I never did either. I'm sure it's a fine show. Who has time? <laughs> but I, I'm no, I'm a, I'm a fan of JJ. Obviously, the Star Trek and the, you know some some Star Wars. Some Star Wars. <laughs> like 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 half of a Star Wars. Yeah, a Star Wars. <laughs> Go see a Star Wars. But uh, also, we got Orchi and Kurtzman, who are also uh, involved in the Star Trek. Uh, yeah, and their stuff the, is like way hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because good or awful. I I wanted to comment on or. Not so much Orsi, or but uh, Kurtzman. So Kurtzman is the head of Star Trek on Paramount. And I would say, and I've gotten to my, through my, um, my uh, trekking through Trek, I'm up to Next Generation now. And so I'm watching Next Generation episodes and I'm like, awesome, this is cool. And then like, a, but a lot of the like, discovery and picard stuff it really is like I, i'm watching picard and with with stacy i'm like is this good like i kind of don't <laughs> think it is you know i'm just it's always it's always kurtzman like defending it or something and like the i know you guys are fans of red letter media but you might not watch their thing on picard but i like Totally I do. agreed with yeah. everything they said about that. It's just like, what? Is, who is this for? Because like, if you have like, just to talk Star Trek for a second. But if you have like original series, like it's a it's a show. What do they call it? Like in not a bottle episode, but it's like it's a story from beginning to end. Maybe it's self contained, self contained. Yeah. And Next Generation was that for many years self-contained stories was an overarching story but now that all these streamers like they have to they have like a beginning and a middle and an end but they stretch it out over 10 episodes and it just it's just kind of like i almost prefer it to be a show where they fight episodic yeah what yeah when they (laughs) when they're episodic when they do do it like that i i like it i think i like it better i think it fits the form better but also mission impossible i think is also a paramount property and yes. uh yes, you is. know it's an it's an old school thing also from the 60s days of star trek leonard nimoy was on mission impossible yeah um one of the producers on star trek left and went over to mission impossible and they were both produced by desilu at the same time uh they were like the 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 shows that were very expensive to produce but as I mean, I guess you wouldn't exactly say that Mission Impossible is an American James Bond, but it it kind of is a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how you'd categorize it. But well, the show kind of cashed in on the on the Bond craze, spy craze in the '60s. But yeah, uh, the the show and the movies don't really have much in common. Yeah, I mean, point. other than the name, it's become yeah. a completely separate thing, yeah. which is kind of impressive in a way. Like, I bet a lot. I bet if you asked a lot of people, like on the street. What's Mission Impossible? They wouldn't say the show. They would say it's a yeah, bunch of movies Tom with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Mission Impossible, the movies do it right in terms of their sort of self-contained stories, but there are elements that carry over into future movies. But they're like you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's not like super. I mean, although I did say you should watch this one to understand any others because it does sort of set up Ethan Hunt and his relationship with his wife and stuff. But 
You could probably walk into another Mission Impossible movie and figure it out if you want. Well, that's what I figured. You'll figure it out for sure. I think so, anybody can watch any of the movies like when they came, when they came out, let's say, and just feel like there's a new Mission Impossible movie. Like it would be me saying that to Durson, and you might be like, yeah, "All right, whatever, I'm not doing anything." That guy's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, like that guy's crazy. But yeah, okay, like, sure. Like, let's check it out. Like, you probably just, anyone could just go watch it. Sure. I mean, it, it would, I would probably be able to figure it out, yeah. All right, really quick, though, I, before we get too far off the rails here, I want to just talk for a quick second. So while this Carnahan guy was involved, it's supposed to have Kenneth Branagh was supposed to be the bad guy. He was supposed to be playing, like, a Timothy McVeigh kind of kind of bad guy. It was supposed to have Carrie Ann Moss and Scarlett Johansson in it. And then yeah. they asked... Tandy Newton to come back because she was in Mission Impossible 2 and she declined. And then the they just completely scrapped her character once J.J. Abrams took over. But the like after all that time, it was like a couple years by the time they got J.J. Abrams on and everybody else just had other stuff to do. So like all those characters, yeah. like the story got sort of retooled and everything was changed. So it's kind of interesting like that Movies do go through a lot. So a lot of people yeah. make a big deal when they say, oh, a movie's doing reshoots. It's not a big deal because every movie does reshoots. But, like, a lot of movies do change a lot. Like, through, and you wouldn't yeah. be able to tell if you didn't know, sure. you know. But, but apparently impossible movies in particular always seem to start without a finished script from what I've heard. That's that's pretty interesting. I guess Tom Cruise just gets into it apparently, like, and he just goes. Well, he's he an executive producer, and right. it's not like Stan Lee, executive producer of the Spider-Man movie. It's like he is like, no, we got to do this. And like, if you watch some of the um, iTunes extras or whatever it's called, digital whatever extras, because there's a ton. There was even one that was like a movie phone interview that was like Q and A. I don't even know. It was before Twitter, so they must have had to email into Movie Phone to ask questions of JJ and Tom Cruise. But they just go into how he'd be like, "Oh, I came up with this stunt on the day, or this effect, like on the day." I, th I think it's equivalent to probably maybe how Ryan Reynolds is involved in the Deadpool movies too, where he's like, "Oh, we should do this," you know. Yeah, probably, and because Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise, and he can pretty much do whatever he wants. And, but it's some people. Why don't I don't they get think, Tom Cruise you know, to play Tom Cruise. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard for some people to work that way, and in some people it's easier. So I, I don't know. So you, you you hear stories, but here's one thing I do want to get in, and we'll get into the plot. But I do want to read this really quick. So one thing they did to promote the movie was they put little boxes in the la times newspaper yeah. this is 2006 I, remember i thought i was thinking of my father with all this stuff <laughs> so they is... put these little things so when you open the newspaper like when you put quarters in or whatever and open the thing to take out a newspaper it would play like the theme song but a lot of the, the <laughs> things like fell like on top of the newspapers and so people thought they were little bombs and like the oh, LA man. bomb squad went around blowing up. Like yeah, they were detonating these little sound devices because everybody was like, I would have thought that too, though. Who would know? I know. Like, it's so funny. And then, like, they even, like, had to shut down, like, a veteran's hospital because there was, I don't know, they thought it was a bomb threat. And Paramount still kept them in. Yeah, <laughs> even after all that, they left it. They were like, eh, I'm sure yeah, it'll be fine. fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a, just a funny little knowledge drop there. But imagine that. I mean, obviously, there's no like newspapers that. anymore. Yeah. Anyway, but it's kind of funny. All right. So let's get into this movie, Mission Impossible 3. It starts off. If you guys had this problem, but when I started the movie, it was like halfway through. Yeah, it was really weird. I and then it just rewound. Yeah, it was strange. <laughs> so it starts off with one of those like intense scenes, and you know, where it's like, "Where's the rabbit's foot?" Kind of like Seymour a "Tomorrow Hoffman. Never Dies" beginning, right? I don't know. <laughs> when when he's like sort of getting, he's sort of well. Go back and listen to our episode. Uh, he's oh, like yeah, getting tortured in the in the Chinese place or something, and then he's all sweaty, and then the boobs. No, that what, was. What um, are you talking about? That wasn't Tomorrow Never Dies. That Which was, one was the, that one. The, Pierce Brosnan. I think that was for sure. Die Another Day, right? It was the one where he was kidnapped and by the Russians or the Chinese? The the North Koreans. Yes. Yeah, with the <laughs> scorpions. Yeah, yes. but like that but wasn't like, the middle of the movie. I mean, like, no, yeah, yeah, they weren't showing the middle of the movie. I know, but they, you know, whatever. This is the classic Lost uh, slash JJ Abrams trick, then. I guess is that what this is? I never watched. It. I mean, it's it's, a, it's oh, you never watched you know? Lost? No, I never did watch oh. Lost. That it's a very yeah. like sort of purposely confusing. Lots of time jumps and flash. That right. was the first oh. time I ever heard people saying like flash forward and mm. stuff like that. Like you know, enter the lexicon for nerds. <laughs> well, well, I, I guess think it's effective anyway. It yeah, it works. It starts off right on like it. a... Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman is one of my favorite actors. And I got to say, certain things I don't enjoy. Like, this is weird. I probably talked about it before. But, like, I can't listen to Nirvana. And it kind of is distracting to me, like, at the Batman when they used a Nirvana song. Because I love Nirvana so much that it bums me out that, um, you know, rest in peace, uh, Taylor from... Foo Fighters too, you Foo know. Fighters. I can't, yeah, I can't listen to Nirvana not because I don't enjoy it, but because it like kind of bums me out. But I can watch movies with Bing Rames and Philip Seymour Hoffman all day long. I fucking those guys are talented actors and fucking isn't awesome. Bing Rames still alive? Yeah, he's not dead, is he? <laughs> I thought Bing Rames died. Oh no! Don't tell so. me that. I thought he was no. still alive. He is still alive. Who's the guy that was in Slamming Salmon? I think you are you thinking Michael Clark Duncan? That's who I'm thinking. I yeah, get the guy confused. from the yeah Green Mile. Yeah, the Green I Mile. Confused, Kingpin though. from the Ben Affleck Daredevil. We'll have the guy the guy on Fiverr that's going to edit this. I'll just cut the whole thing out. Forget I said that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, oh, so the movie. Yeah, so I mean, I, I love Phil Seymour Hoffman too. I, I don't know if I would have necessarily picked him as to play like an evil guy in a in a in a spy movie but i mean he's he's great so no no question but you I'm know sometimes he plays bing rames is alive by the way i'm totally relieved that's great <laughs> I'm, news. Glad. I'm glad great news, I'm glad that great news. At least bring some good news into your life today. Yeah, yeah exactly all right so then after that like scene where which you know you if you've seen movies, you know kind of like what they're doing. Although I didn't, I guess you don't know because I've never seen this. I'm like, I don't know what happened. But then they do a quick cut to like, yeah, it's a party. So you're like, well, I guess that'll come up later, you know. <laughs> like, but yeah. it is an engagement party, in fact. And uh, <laughs> guest starring Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul, young Aaron Paul. 
and your favorite fat guy from all J.J. Abrams movies. Yes, I can't watch a J.J. Abrams movie without thinking of you now, Clay, because when they showed him, what's his name, Greg? Greg, Greg Grunberg. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, oh, this guy. Yeah. He wasn't so he was as probably fat. Really upset. In 2006, I guess. He really got comfortable with certainly acting douchey. His role, he got comfortable with his role over date over the time. <laughs> JJ must have said, "Don't worry, man. You'll always have a job as long as I'm around." And he's like, "All right then, five more tacos." <laughs> Michelle Monaghan is definitely kind of in my oh wheelhouse my of a hot babe as well. Jesus, she's really nice. She's nice. Maggie, I like Q? her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and then you got Jonathan Ray's Myers Rise. I don't know how you say that when it's in the middle of somebody's name. Yeah, whenever I hear his name, I think of the guy that plays Sala. I got those two names. The guy that plays the lizard, and (laughs) no, no, the guy that plays Sala in the Rays of the Lost Ark, and he's in Lord of the Rings and everything. I forget his name. Listen to our Living Daylights episode that we haven't recorded yet. He's in that one too. You mean we got to get... doesn't matter. Okay, so he gets a call, and it's like clear that he's never told Michelle Monaghan his his well, yeah, wife. he says he works at the DOT, right? So, and he like he throws out the ice and then goes and says, "Oh, we need ice." So, like you know, it's clearly he's never told her that he's a secret agent. I would like to point out one thing before you get that far. Please, is that there's one point where uh, the uh, his his jewels. Is her name in the movie? Julia, I think. Yeah, is her, yeah. yeah. And he always calls her Jules. And she's right. talking to the two other ladies. And she's like, we were at this lake, something or other. And Mantaka. He's, he, he's seeing it across the room. And he's reading her, their lips as they're that's talking. That's right. And so that's, right. That oh, that's what was play. going on there? That yeah. So deaf and everything. I, well, I have the, the subtitles you on. You should anyway, learn how so. to read lips. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I have the subtitles like on. Not. So that's me. The equivalent of me reading lips is just like, please tell me what they're saying. Yeah, and that and that lake was also someplace near where they shot the last samurai that he he visited and liked. Interesting. It is kind of a funny thing because like the the guys are all like, "Babe, what a boring old, you know, dope." This, yeah, this and then, is. then and the Tom women Cruise, are like, "Oh, I love yeah. him." I love then Tom Cruise says to the writers, "He's like, look, I'm trying to dodge this whole gay rumor. Make sure all the <laughs> ladies are really into me." <laughs> This is you Tom Cruise at the height of his couch jumping and riddling hating yes. stuff. Yeah, this is true. We have to put yeah. this back in perspective. Yeah, so, so and, his his yeah. his persona took took a real hit around this time, mm. which could account for the lower gross. That's that might be you might be right. And so he Batman Begins like came out in two thousand and five with um with Katie Holmes and Katie Holmes is and then around this time is when they had. A child together. So Allegedly. See, I'm not gay. No, it doesn't matter. Who cares if he's gay? But, but you um, know what? The uh, the thing about the ice throwaway I thought was funny. I was like, oh, he's going to throw away the ice and then like just be gone on a mission for like nine months, which <laughs> isn't exactly what happens. But I, I didn't know that he was just going to like the 7-Eleven to talk to Billy Crudup. Right, he goes to Seven Eleven. Billy Crudup is like you know, the guy. And he, I like actually the use of the old the uh, disposable camera that they, those old yeah. school oh, cameras. Oh, two thousand six. Those were being phased out. Yeah, I know. But he tells them that Agent Ferris is missing. Um, who's Terry you played, Russell? You, you played Carol Ferris in one of our audio comments. I did. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I did. 
Yeah, I want you to marry me. <laughs> so then we get Ving Rhames, Clay's favorite. I have to point out, I like very Bing much Rames alive. Too. Very much alive. Uh, is, does he do anything else? Is he kind of just a Mission Impossible guy? Like, I literally don't see him in any other movies. But <laughs> eh, good for him. I mean, hey, he's well, I been, just credited him, him with all of Michael Clark Duncan's yeah. uh, roles. So let's see what Ving Rhames has actually done. Michael Clark Duncan died like a long time ago, man. I don't know. <laughs> He's not, he hasn't done any roles. He's been dead a while. Anyway, so, you know, this Ving Rames, Jonathan. I well, well, the thing is that Billy Crudup says, because um, uh, Ethan isn't in the field anymore. He's a he's like right. A he's a trainer. Then, he's, then yeah. he says. Then he said, "Felicity got caught. You better can you go?" And then Cruz lies to his wife and says, "I gotta go away to right. a convention or something." Back when you know you couldn't check on that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Yeah, you're going. She just to, believes uh, him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Go to a toy convention in Chicago on April seventeenth. Google, Google, Google. Yeah. Whatever lie. So they go, they rescue her. It's all very, uh, I don't know, I feel like it's very easily done, but it's, you know, it's fun. It's, it's, it's sort of like the Scooby gang is all together and they just, you know, they rescue Carrie Russell. And but that wasn't like, really a part of the first two movies. Like the guy in the chair stuff kind of is introduced here with Simon Pegg. Oh, and maybe. that he has like the, I mean, he has. Well, Vin Reigns was always his. Yeah, kind he's always guy, kind of his sure. guy. Yeah, that, yeah, that's essentially the only re- returning guy. From, yeah, from he's, everybody movie. else is kind of yeah. You're, they're yes, they're new. Uh, so she's all like, "I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something." This is a cool thing. So they put a like this time release charge in her head, and um, Tom Cruise is all like, "Oh, we can do it. We can zap it, and you know, bring you back to life." And he's all like. Okay, he's about to do the clear, you know, thing. And then she says, thanks, and dies. Or whatever. Like, it's very... It's like one of her eyeballs just goes like, you know, cockeyed after you hear the the thing go off in her head. Apparently, there was a more gruesome scene of that that they had to edit down quite a bit. PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. Should add the fact that this is happening during a helicopter chase, too. Yeah, no, it's a very intense scene. Like, I'm, I'm not... I, and I'm kind of blowing through it, but you know, it's it's fun. It's a fun action scene, but yeah. So she's dead. But there's also kind of like this. I, I noticed this, and maybe this is just me, but there's like this kind of edge thing where she gave herself up. Like, and are you supposed to like not allow yourself to be caught? I assume, right? Like, if you're if you're in the right. IMF, right? Yeah. Like, so she allowed herself to get, and also like. As Tom Cruise was her teacher, so he's kind of like, hey, what didn't you teach her better than this? You said she was the best. First of all, she allows herself to get caught. Like, you know, like, what's, what's up? So he's kind of taking a little flack for this. It's kind of, I, I, that's what I got out of it anyway. Sure. And he's also upset because he, he really liked her. And Ving Rames is like, was there something going on between you two? <laughs> So, no, she's like a little you sister. Sleep like, with your little sister. You didn't have you. sex with your little sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very. Ugh. Also, Vinny um, does not approve of him getting married. That's right, because it's not something you do in this business. And he's like, "Well, I don't. I'm not in the. You know, I'm not in the field, so it's okay." 
then Tom Cruise or Ethan Hunt, uh, he gets a postcard from her, sort of from beyond the grave in, in a way, sort of sent previously, and it's got a micro dot on it. So this is where this is our Simon Pegg, uh, you know, first Simon Pegg sighting. He found some stuff on the micro dot. Um, it's all very technical. I don't I hear thought, Yeah, I thought um, I thought Bing Rains found the stuff on the micro dot, and Simon Pegg was doing something else. Oh, maybe he was. He was looking into the rabbit's foot. The rabbit's foot, which That's is right. the classic JJ introduce something, never explain what it is, MacGuffin thing. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. They never explain what the rabbit's foot is. Which. I, I don't know if you'd really pay that much attention to it if everybody didn't keep asking what it was. <laughs> you know? You're right. You wouldn't care, but everyone wants to know what this thing is. Uh, so then he's got to explain the anti god. The anti, yeah. yeah Simon Pegg talks about the anti god and this guy, Owen Davian, I guess, who is Philip Seymour. Um, so he's got to try to explain. To after the conversation with Bing Rames too about like hey you're gonna you know, whatever he then he just decides to just because she's like what is this are you not M Michelle Monaghan is like what you know well she's kind of questioning what his deal is and he just so he decides to marry her just like I want Carol you Harris. to marry me <laughs> marriage marriage so yeah they get married yeah because he's gonna run off and go catch um. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, yeah. So they go to Vatican City. And in my notes, I just wrote, do spy stuff. Because it's, well, it's a this lot is of... The, yeah, this is the best part, is that Tom Cruise runs it up is. a wall and then turns to the camera and talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just... this. And I know this is only the third one, but this is kind of like the staple of all Mission Impossible movies and... All the ones to come after this, it's just do spy stuff. This is probably and, the best part of the movie, I think, is this whole scene. Okay. Well, and they, they 3D print out a, like a Philip Seymour Hoffman head that he can yeah. wear. Yeah, and they get so, they get it, but like, you know, through spyness. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? so she's, like, she's, she's using her little compact to take pictures of him to get different angles. and then I like that it. part. Yeah. And also, like, this was before, like, 3D, I'm sure 3D printing technology was happening, but it's not like we would just casually talk about it now. So, like, one of the special effects people in ILM or in the behind the scenes explaining, like, how it works, and JJ saying, like, I want it to, like, look like an inkjet printer that, like, makes something 3D, and people are, like, just trying to wrap their heads around the concept of it because they didn't have, like, an actual, like, 3D printer to go by. Yeah, but I mean, they've always done spy type stuff in these. I mean, whatever. I mean, well, that's, that's what I classic, mean. Um, and they always the did use trope right. of Mission Impossible is the mask. Thing. Yeah, they always use. Yeah, masks. but this is the first time they actually explain how the mask is made. Mm. That's well. That, that's I mean, it's cool. Yeah, and then like the, the voice thing, it's it's all very cool. Like you know, they, where yeah. they have to like the the poem that. Yeah, Tom Cruise makes him read has like every sound of the, the letter in it or of the like English language or something. So that's um, that's the reason he makes him read that one. Makes him read it in the in the, in the toilet. Is yeah. it like the um, equivalent of a quick brown fox? Yeah, pretty much. Jumps yeah. over the yeah. lazy dog. <laughs> yeah. So you know they go into the bathroom. They switch the briefcases. 
they get in like the fast car. Well, this is the best. Well, my favorite part I don't here. Know it's like you are really zooming through it. I'm sorry. You can get to final thoughts if you want. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. My favorite part is where he's dressed as Philip Seymour Hoffman. So it's Philip Seymour Hoffman acting as Tom Cruise acting as Philip Seymour Hoffman, where he's like jumping through <laughs> the rafters to get to do the stuff, and you know, and then he he knocks him out, and they 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 get him, and they drive the car over to the the manhole cover. Uh, they they open the manhole the the under the bottom of the car opens up the manhole cover opens beneath them and Bing Rames is there they're just like hey hey what's up nothing you know it's yeah, great it's, it's funny. funny it's a good gig and then they, they all hand off this briefcase well, they all get out and then blow up the car yeah, to make they blow up the car he's been kid he's dead dead yeah, dead dead and I like they're like oh it's such a nice car that that was, I did like that line yeah they he's get... like no I don't want to blow it up you gotta <laughs> you <Yeah>. gotta <laughs> So then they get on the, they have Philip Seymour Hoffman on a, on a, like on a plane and they're like, you know, what's the rabbit's foot and all, and, and he's not saying anything and he's being all, he said, I'm going to kill your woman in front of you and all this stuff. Just like I killed Agent your Ferris woman. and, and woman. like, woman, yeah. So <laughs> Ethan gets all mad and like dang well, I mean he's he's you know playing bad cop, I guess, or whatever. He's like dangling him out of the plane and Bing Reigns is there and he goes, Ethan, no. So that's like enough of a giveaway for Philip Seymour Hoffman to be like, Oh yeah, your name's Ethan. Now I'm gonna find your woman and I'm going to you know, she's 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 toast. Yeah. So, but I don't, this is the part, I guess I don't really, either I didn't, I missed something, I don't remember, but like that micro dot that was on the postcard that she sent has some evidence that Lawrence Fishburne, who is the boss, like Tom Cruise's boss, that he's like a bad guy. Or yeah, they, he's you know, corrupt. Yeah, 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 he's corrupt. He's a bad guy, yeah. So they're, you know, they're like, uh oh, what's going on? They're driving along. It's convoy on a bridge with Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then this is this is actually my favorite part of the movie. Oh yeah, I like this one too. Yeah, his right, guys like come, movies. and there's like a cool bridge fight and planes. Yeah, and there's like a drone and helicopter. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of it's sort of like the scene in uh, True Lies. Yeah, on is. that big long way. Well, this mm. whole movie is a little bit like True Lies if you think about it. Mm. She didn't know he was a spy. And, uh, right. So, it's what's happening over there? What's going on? What? I don't know. I just heard some noise. Clay, are you it's, still there? It was John's microphone. Sorry, oh, okay. I thought I had. I thought I muted. I moved. <laughs> yeah, like what? What was that? <laughs> um. So, Philip Seymour Hoffman's guys all come and they're, they're blowing everything up. They have this cool acid foam stuff that melts through the truck that he's in, which I thought was kind of cool. And Tom Cruise has to get this gun, uh, like and the, <laughs> Mission Impossible crew up. has so many fun cue gadgets. Yeah, not just not just the mask, but just like they have, they've got everything. <laughs> it's really cool. It's I, I love that. It's fun. The, the part that I didn't really get. So like, there's a plane coming at. Tom Cruise uses his fancy gun that he has to like put together and everything. He shoots the plane out of the sky, but the helicopter, which I guess. I would guess it's slower. Yeah, gets but the away. helicopter's not shooting missiles at you. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't get the helicopter. How does That's he what I'm get... saying. That's why he shoots the the drone. I know, but I feel like he, should, he could have gotten that helicopter. <laughs> well, Whatever. He did, like, he did have to, you know, 
jump over a big gorge and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and I'm sure that and was he got really blown, him. I think it he got was blown really against him. A... Yeah, no, good for him. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Philip Seymour Hoffman gets away. And I, then... I, can, can I just say that the the reason I do like that Tom Cruise does his own crazy things and I, I'm like almost positive he's going to die making the next <laughs> one because he always pushes it to something else. And I've always watched all the extras every time I watch all these movies. But it really does give the authenticity of it that it's not a stuntman. Like it, it really, it really works. The thing that he's trying to do works and it's very effective on me personally, I guess, but it really is. You do all your authentic. own stunts, right? I do. I do. <laughs> you're inspired. But he doesn't need to. No, I'm you're sure right. He and... still has a body double, right? He's got to. Because he can't do every everything. Well, he's, yeah, like he's old. I don't know. He's, I mean, no, he does a lot. He's uh, 60. You know what? Like, the thing is, he's 60, and he's just starting to show his age. So he's 60, and he looks like he's 45. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the jerk. That's great. We need some of that good. <laughs> whatever they're drinking over at the Scientology office, we need to start drinking that ourselves. Yeah, and right. out a lot and yelling at our wives and the crew. <laughs> so, speaking of wives, his wife gets kidnapped. Uh, oh, Michelle boy. Monaghan gets kidnapped with this weird. I don't even know. It was. Kind of, I thought it was a little awkward where they put that. They were just like, "Excuse me, do you know?" Because she works in a hospital, which does come into play later. She's like a nurse, and they're like, "Do you know where this patient is?" And they stick this thing on her arm, and she just goes like, Ugh. "I thought it was kind of." Like, it's just like know. by like 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 a guy who looks like Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with like, like you hair. an alien? Uh, you got a condition, but anyway, and she, so yeah, they just put this thing in her arm, and she goes like, "It's very, I don't know, it's a little awkward." But so then the 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 deal is, Ethan Hunt has to get the rabbit's foot in exchange for his wife. That's how it works. Yes, Philip Seymour Hoffman calls him on his on his phone or whatever. Right, and, and then he gets have. taken in by the IMF team. And then right. there's the, the Captain America fight on a, an elevator before Captain America did it. That's true. It is a while before Captain America did it. But, um, Who fought it? <laughs> Hail Hydra. So, and then uh, Billy Crudup kind of does, because of the mouth, you know, the reading the lips thing. So Billy Crudup is, like, goes to question him and kind of, like, mouths the location that he needs to be at. You know, like what? Because he's being, you know, on because he's on camera, and he's like, "I tell you, Ethan," and like, but meanwhile he's saying, "She's in the Vatican or whatever, wherever the hell." She's oh, Shanghai. Shanghai. Shanghai, right, right. Sure, you just came back from the Vatican, right? Don't go there again. <laughs> Don't go there again. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, but he's, but it's no. I I thought that was pretty cool because yeah, it's a callback to earlier in the movie where he was reading lips and uh, yeah. So and then he gives him a little thing that helps him escape. Yeah, and they have a fun elevator and fight. Then the elevator part happens. Yeah, because yeah. he's like on like a gurney, and he's got like a the, the Hannibal Lecter mask on his face, and right. So yeah, and it, he he's like, you know, puts on a disguise and goes to Shanghai, and it's kind of it's all very like Mission Impossible y 
you know, it's like he throws his voice. He's like crawling through the tunnel and he's like, you know, throws his voice to sound like. Which, which I would also like to, to point out that um, when he escapes through the vents, he comes out in the Department of Transportation offices. So like the IMF headquarters is like above an actual Department of Transportation. Oh, well, I, as, OK, as I understand it, he te- he tells his wife that he works for the parking transportation operations for the, I guess not the IMF, but like for the government. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that, what? The, so he I has a government job? That he has a government job, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I All guess right. I guess he doesn't admit that he's part of IMF. He said he, the very he, said he had, yeah, yeah, right. that's the no. whole thing. The yeah. whole thing is he's lying. He's been lying. Is this, you, this, is this you lip reading again? Yeah, I was. I was. Lip, <laughs> no, I was just. I was just saying. Like he, it, it's almost like as if she knew he had a job at the Pentagon, but didn't think he was a spy, or or something. You right. Know? Uh, so he didn't uh, like his lie had a little bit of truth to it. It's basically yeah. He didn't tell know. her like he, he said he studied a... traffic patterns. I thought that was the lie he was going with. And then it's but only joke, kind of a lie the... because he, uh, you know, because they have the front of the transportation place where he goes. So he probably walks in and it looks like, you know, right. whatever, ever, just a shit job. Yeah. In case they ever drove to work together or something. Like my friend's, shit job, uh... it probably makes twice as much. As I <laughs> my, my, friend's, my friend's right store in the back bay called Bodega is like a fake bodega in the front where you can buy like juice. Anyone could come in off the street and buy like toilet paper and juice but if you go up to the snapple door it slides open and there's a clothing store inside oh wow how about that i thought yeah, you were say there was cool. a spy Illegal? like yeah. there was like a spy organization. it's kind of like you feel like a spy when you walk over to the snapple thing and it opens and you go nice. in nice and there's people in the neighborhood that just buy their toilet paper there that have no idea there's a store inside <laughs> you know, they have to see someone go in it to know wow how about that i'll check it out all right so he goes to shanghai and ving rames shows up and he almost stabs him and he's like don't kill me which is kind of a you know whatever nice moment the scooby gang they're all gonna help him even though it's like this mission is off the books it's not like a real mission uh and then i wrote again do spy stuff you're going to write that a lot if we do more of these movies. <laughs> I, know, that's, I don't know. Do you want me to explain the whole thing? I do. I do like they shoot like baseballs. So, okay. So Tom Cruise has his idea. He has, he he has, has two point. hours left to get the rabbit's right. foot to save his wife's uh, life. Yeah. So he has to break into this building and it's, oh, it's heavily guarded and blah, blah. So he's going to, he says a fulcrum that is not a fulcrum. It is a pendulum. <laughs> Never Call mind. him out on that shit. Yeah, give me my no prize. No, Fulcrum is I did, like I, a seesaw, right? Like uh, yeah, yeah, and there's pivot. no other. It's but he's gonna swing like a pendulum to get into. It's it's kind of like Batman, uh, a Dark Knight kind of thing. Before that's what Dark I was Knight, thinking. I, too. Yeah, that's uh, I, it's I like wrote Superman that down too. <laughs> Superman three. <laughs> I was like, this is very much like the Dark Knight. You know, which which came first? Yeah. Oh, this cool came shot way either way. Steal it, put it in every movie. I don't care. Came like six, six years before the Dark Knight. Anyway, so the, I, I do like that they shoot like baseballs to distract the guards, which is kind of kind of funny. Um, he gets in, and then we don't know what happens in there, which I think is kind of a jip. 
I actually just, think it's I think it's a nice um uh what do you call that? What did uh Ryan Johnson do with Star Wars that everybody kept overusing that phrase and now I've forgotten. Ruin it? it? Ruin yeah, ruin it. Your expectations, whatever. But, by so the way, it. only two yes, years difference you. between Dark Knight and Mission Impossible 3. Oh, you're right. Dark Knight came out. No, Dark, Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012. Because I was just thinking about how similar, like, to 2005 Batman Begins, you know, and then, mm. you know, in the rise of the rise of Shitwalker. No, the rise of J.J. Abrams in, in the pop culture, you know. That's how I track it. Mm. Thank you for pointing that out. That's how I track was... everything in my life. The rise of JJ. JJ. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't to correct you. It was because I was remembering when, because Batman Begins is only a year before this, and I was like noticing mm. all the similarities. No, no, no. It's okay to correct me if I'm wrong. Absolutely. But Ethan, yeah. So he's like, if I'm not here in five minutes or whatever, like, and then he gets, or he says, I'll be back in five minutes, and then. Oh, and he does a scoop. totally Tom yeah. Cruise thing that he's done in every movie, like since Top Gun, where he like aggressively man slaps the guy, the guy on the shoulder. He man slaps, I think Billy Crudup. It's like, <laughs> like slap, slap. I'll be back, babe. Hey, if I'm not back, fucking you know, yeah. kiss my baby for me, or whatever. Hey. <laughs> but let me give you. He's like, he's like, you know, it's it's 27 minutes into the movie time for me to give you my uh, man slap on the shoulder. So he he jumps out of the thing. He's like, it's like 12 minutes later or whatever. He, this, like, he jumps out. He's yeah, gonna he parachute. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, things things are gonna go different or whatever. And he's like, well, where are you? He's like, look up. And he smashes out a window with this. Yeah, and he's got out. the rabbit's foot, and he's they they were all worried about him jumping out of 162 meters or whatever in the air and it's lower and he catches himself on a lamppost which is all cool this is the goofiest part of the movie i have to say is the the rabbit's foot it's a little cylinder like a new it's like a nuclear thing i guess we i don't know they never explain it's kind of but it goes like, rolling uh, down the street oh, yeah i think it's kind of, of like uh, a, at this point uh yeah. a, a chemical or bio weapon that, that's right what it, it's some it kind of thing i guess you're right it probably is I guess it's the coronavirus Maybe it uh, was. Uh, What's that? So it goes rolling down the street. It is the most. It's 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 kind of silly, I have to say, at this point. And he's like running around, and like the time is running out. He's got to call Philip Seymour Hoffman and tell him he's got it. And it's just, it's 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 kind of like it seems like almost comedy at that point. <laughs> but he grabs it, gets in the car. And oh, I can't get through. Like oh, get a signal. And he's shooting, and like their guys are chasing after him. And it's it's all the girl gets shot. Like trying to, eh, it's all whatever. But then you just go to final judgment. Durson gives it a D plus. <laughs> so he, <laughs> then he, you know, he does call him. And he's like, you know, you have five seconds left to save your wife. And he's like, I have it. And he has to meet with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Come alone. That, you know, the whole bad guy trope thing. He gets in his car and he says, drink it. And I was like, wait, drink the rabbit's foot? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was but, like, drink what? You know. There's a little bit of think of. I, I mean, I, I did just watch The Matrix too, but it's like, go, <laughs> go follow the white rabbit and like, 
drink the potion, you know, rabbit's foot, that kind of thing. That's yeah, I mean, it becomes was. pretty obvious that there's a little vial there that he's supposed to drink. It puts him to sleep. He wakes up, and we're in the scene at the beginning. Um, oh, but they do put a thing in his nose, just like they do with Agent Ferris at the beginning. Or just like they, you know, just like they did. They put a charge in his in his head. The classic his uh, pacemaker, the Suicide Squad slash Suicide Squad um, Task Force X thing. They put like a yeah. bomb in your head. They're going to blow it up. Yeah. So it's the scene from the beginning. Oh, so Tom Cruise does have a backup plan. He doesn't just want to give the thing to Philip Seymour Hoffman. He wants to be able to track it. So he puts a little thing in, in the rabbit's foot so that him, you know, which is... You know, he puts a, like a, I, I was thinking that we, it's funny because we have those now. I, I, they have it like on the Apple website. Those air tags, you just put it in your wallet so you can find it, or like tile or whatever. Mm. But he's like, "Yeah, I'm tracking that now." And I was like, "Oh, I can yeah, just probably if this was and this is a couple years before iPhones. It's like you could just have had an iPhone track. Yeah, it. right. <laughs> find my phone." Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we have the, the intense scene from the beginning, basically, where he's like, shoot, and I'm going to shoot your wife in 10 seconds if you don't tell me where it is. And he's counting down. He's like, I gave it to you. Or, And then, meanwhile, they cut to Lawrence Fishburne arresting Vin Rames and the Scooby gang and everything, which is kind of just like a weird sort of throw-in scene because they're not really in it much. This is a movie. I guess it was kind of just like, what, what happened to them? Oh, they got arrested. But anyway... So he shoots the woman that we think is Michelle Monaghan, but it turns out Billy Crudup comes in because he's a Crudup. He is. What a Crudup. And he pulls the mask. Like, she's wearing a mask, and it's not yeah. Michelle Monaghan. She's wearing a mask. It was. It's yeah. a lady from the Vatican that worked The lady for... from the, the translator lady from the Vatican earlier, yeah. Who, Who disappointed we didn't mention. But, but... We didn't mention um, her, yeah. But that was a nice but they needed like to know that tom cruise wasn't lying you know what i mean like they needed to have him like it was a real test because really what it is because billy crudup has been working with philip seymour hoffman this whole time and it's this whole like and it's not Lawrence fishburne who's the crooked guy it's right billy crudup yeah it's and i i actually i really like billy crudup i like him in the watchman movie which i i like that movie He's in the the morning show, which is like this Apple TV show. Um, that's he's just he's. I just think he's a great actor. I like him a lot. I always get I him see, mixed like up him with the Rocketeer. Mm. What is he in? I didn't hear you. Oh, I said I always get him mixed up with the guy in the Rocketeer. They always remind uh, me of each other. Yeah, I get him confused sometimes too. Billy the, Campbell. Like, yeah. Billy yeah. Campbell. I am very good. So then he's like, okay, so you know, now we have you know, he's like. You have to, I don't even know what he's asking me to do. But he's like, well, I need to know that my wife's okay. And he's like, okay, we'll call her. So then she calls him and puts him on the phone. And then he bites his hand. And, you know, of course he gets free. Like, because he's, because he's Ethan Hunt and he always gets free. And then uh, he calls Simon Pegg. He says, can you trace the call? Oh, and I have a thing in the, you know, he tells him how to track the, the tracking device that they put in the, the rabbit's foot. He's like, oh, it's about a mile down the road. He runs down the road. And you literally get to watch Tom Cruise run that entire mile. I know. <laughs> <It's kind> of... <laughs> and then 
they like once he reaches her and she's like what the fuck is going on because i kind of actually like, like just before that where he walks in and it's like a bunch of old people sitting at like a yeah, table or something true. and he's like what the hell am i doing here and just one of them just points to yeah the he's like well you're a white guy and there are white yeah. guys over there so what yeah. you must be looking for those white guys <laughs> but yeah that that is a pretty funny moment so meanwhile they've activated the charge in his head and he's going like ah and Philip Seymour Hoffman shows up, starts to kick the shit out of him, and then... Uh, I think that's the only way Philip Seymour Hoffman would kick the shit out of Tom Cruise, is if well, yeah. a thing was going off in his head that was causing a lot of pain. Right, that's the only way. I mean, that's kind of what I... Earlier when I was like, Philip Seymour Hoffman is a bad guy in the... He is a very intimidating presence, though, in this film. He is, not physically. He's more of no, like a psychological yeah. kind of... Yeah. yeah. But, um... So... Ethan comes back and he starts beating him up and you know and he's like because he's like I'm gonna kill you in front of your wife instead of your wife in front of you whatever it's a whole thing that they he tackles him out the window and this is one of the weirdest villain deaths you're ever gonna see a car runs them over and Tom Cruise is flat on the ground underneath the as the car like, like yeah, right. between. <laughs> The sets of tires as it drives over right. him and into Philip Seymour Hoffman and then leaves his shoe like kind of behind. <laughs> yeah, you see it. it <laughs> I kind think of that's kind of a out. lame death, but it's kind I had of my um, I had my headphones on to watch that and like you, they there's all this like sound ADR of the shoe like like flying out of the <laughs> under the, the truck and like landing on it's like the sound production on that shoe dropping is is very well done. It's a pretty weird death. I mean, I know you say it's funny, but was it supposed to be funny or is it? Supposed I think to, I it's supposed know. to be kind of. I mean, they All set right. it up where Tom Cruise is like running, and then he almost gets hit by a car, like right. in the scene earlier. So it is set up the fact there's a fair amount of traffic around there. I guess, and there is a scene earlier where he does the same kind of flat against the ground thing, and the car drives over him. But I don't know. They Whatever. Set everything's set up. Yeah, Just no, like, they 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 do a good off, job of that. Check out this car hit. <laughs> exactly. So he goes back inside. He teaches. He tells his wife how to use a gun. Like he gives her like a like a literally a, a like a a thirty second like like how to shoot a gun. Yeah, and then how to change teaches, the magazine. Yeah, then he teaches yeah. her how to use a like a how to how to make a defibrillator. Yeah, basically. which I'm like, I feel like she would know most of the stuff they say. Like, <laughs> shock me to shock me to do this, and then. Yeah, here's how you bring me back to life. You're like, yeah. like dude, Wait, I got this. He, this is my job. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's why I thought that was the whole point to have her have that job. They could have given her any job. But. I like, um, yeah, he's very. But she actually worked in the mail room of the hospital. Maybe <laughs> she was <laughs> IT. He's he is definitely mansplaining. Like, it's just like the batteries in the flashlight in the kitchen. Is how yeah. you you change the. You know ammo. what a battery is. You know what a flashlight is. You like know what a battery is. is that right? thing that Ooh, we yes. use that, we, that like when the lights go out, we click the thing and it goes back. That's a that's a flashlight. Remember how I <laughs> brought remembers. you to the Seven Eleven and we bought two D batteries for it. The and this then I bought stupid. one of those disposable cameras, which I use to contact my <laughs> my boss. So she has to shoot a guy, and then she has to shoot Billy Crudup. And then she has to bring him back to life. And yay! <laughs> it's kind of the end of the movie. I feel like it's a little anticlimactic. I hate to say this. 
There's I do like when they shock drama. him. He's 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 got the uh the like the popsicle stick in his mouth and like yeah. breaks it when he gets shot. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's to kill himself to deactivate the thing, and then she has to give him the mouth to mouth and everything and bring him back. And it's one of those things where like they make it all dramatic because of course I mean they have to. But I mean, it would be a pretty weird ending if he just died like that, you know? It was all just a dream. <laughs> that would be even worse. Oh, <laughs> if it, it's right there. If worse. you fucking ever Super Mario to me on something, I'll be so pissed off. Oh my god. So yeah, he. Uh, anyway, and then they show him. Oh, hey, you're gonna come? Oh, I'm going on honeymoon. Yay! They're going on honeymoon. That's. Oh yeah, that the was the thing where. Uh, yeah, where Lawrence Fishburne, they have this little exchange where Tom Cruise is like, you ever going to tell me um, what's in the white rabbit or rabbit's foot? <laughs> I'm getting the I'm getting the confused, right. as you can see. Lawrence Fishburne is in both of them, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's, and he's like, well, you know, if you commit to coming back to mm. IMF, and he's like, no, I think I'll just send you a postcard. And they kind of like yeah. finger guns. At each other, like, <laughs> and then and then they stop, you know, freeze frame the last thing yeah. of them walking away. Yeah, oh, happily think, yeah. ever after. That's the last. Tom Cruise is like, movie. JJ, can I get another arm slap in here? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna. Lawrence go Fishburne and... was like, how about one of those big <laughs> one of those arm slaps? On, Famous arm slap. I mean, I I feel like the ending is a little anticlimactic there. You're anticlimactic. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's not that. like it's yeah, it, not wrong. these movies do interact with each other, but it's not a um, it's certainly not like a casino royale ending or like a an ending where you're like, ooh, like it's cliffhanger. There's no cliffhanger to it. It's just like honeymoon, and you know Lawrence Fishburne's like, okay, I'm, I'll just be here ordering lunch, you know. Like actually, I won't happen. be back in the next one, so yeah, you can see me again. Not even just like the end, like the last scene, of just the whole thing. Like it was cool. Like you know, I mean, I guess after Philip Seymour Hoffman is run over, it's kind of like okay, it's the end. But I mean, he's still got this thing. When is the Billy end. Crudup reveal that he's a bad guy? Like, is it that was way before? Yeah. I, 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 yeah. And then she shoot him. Like, she just shoots him with no fanfare at all, I feel like. Yeah, but, you know, that's that's what happens when you're out in the field. I guess so. You should make her into an agent. Well, you'll uh, what learn the, when we get to the sixth one. I guess so. How she, how Ving Rhames right. trains her to be something, something, something. All right. I can't wait. <laughs> all right, so do you Don't guys worry, know me about Clay will be doing this. Do you guys know about the trapped in the closet controversy? Do you know about this? Uh, this thing? I know you know with the trapped oh, yes. in the closet yes. meme and, the... and the everything about oh. it, but not anything related to uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> there, and this is alleged. This is not factual. We don't know that this is true, but apparently Tom Cruise did not like the South Park episode called Trapped in the Closet, which is about Scientology. And oh, I thought you were was. talking about the um, the Trapped in the Closet song and video. No, it's an episode of South Park from 2005. And Tom Cruise apparently didn't want 
Comedy Central to rebroadcast that episode or, you know, broadcast it in Paramount owns Comedy Central. Central. Yes, which we, you wouldn't know. It's so crazy because, like, if, unless you, I see it now, Paramount Plus has, like, MTV, Comedy Central, you know, Yellowstone at the beginning is like the MTV guy production company. But yeah, they own these weird things. So that's why he went to Paramount and was like, fucking let's pull this thing down yeah yeah and then he said he wouldn't do publicity for this movie if they didn't pull that and then a bunch of people found you know when they found out about that they said well don't go see mission impossible 3 because he's trying to censor you know like people he's trying to you know it's freedom of speech and all this stuff and he's trying to censor south park and it was a big scandal uh they did pull the episode and Trey Parker, uh, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone were said they were called by Comedy Central, and they said that they would be pulled, and not to say not to say anything about it. I don't know. Tom Cruise denied ever having any knowledge of this. I don't know. I almost believe, to be honest with you, like he probably doesn't fucking know what is going on with South Park. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he probably doesn't watch. <laughs> yeah, right. I, that, I mean, the way crazy. you just said that was so perfect because. That's a great way to explain it. Like, why would he know unless his friend called him about it or something? Like, right? Why would he or maybe it was he... maybe it was Paramount getting like, hmm, this is kind of an offensive episode. Let's right. just lie and say Tom Cruise wants it pulled. Yeah, that way yeah. It gives us a, yeah. Who knows or, what the truth? Or executives, is. executives in the let's say the parking ranch weren't talking to the <laughs> executives in the IMF branch, but they're really in the same building, and they were like. We're trying to promote Mission Possible, and these guys come out with this fucking shit over here. Are you kidding me? Let's pull this. It's just, yeah. I mean, I have to say, I mean, and I'll, I'll side with Tom Cruise on this one. I bet he had no idea what the fuck is going on, so he and probably controversy just, only yeah, is, is better for both South Park and Mission Impossible Three. Like, it got people yeah. talking about it and make them want to see it, see both things. But. It, like I said, though, it is the lowest grossing of all the Mission Impossible movies to date. Although it made good money in its opening weekend. Like, the opening few weeks was totally fine. It made, uh, I think it made 130 yeah, It did pretty good domestic. You're also, you're also talking about $2,006, which is right. different than now. Yeah, I mean, it was still, it, it had, it was the second movie of that year to cross the $100 million mark. Right. So I mean, when it's, we say it's the lowest grossing, it was it still did well. Three hundred ninety-eight million. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing. I don't. I'm not, and and you if you really, compare yeah. it, like you know, it's I'm looking at the franchise numbers. So Fallout's number one, then number two, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation. I I think like three kind of set things in in motion and get people to want to watch the ones after it. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Oh, I mean, and and movies just cost more to go see nowadays. So it's, I mean, you know, so it's just the way but it's it going to be. Funny, they're I all going to go up. I mean, I will agree with you that it it what the there's a big gap here between two, which is the second in the ranking, and and uh, Mission Impossible Three, which is sixth in the ranking. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a you know it's it's there's a big controversy apparently now with number seven. Now, because they're yeah. like Paramount is wants to you know release it in theaters, and then put it on 
digital whatever. Well, well yeah, like, in like a have, short amount of time. Of, I mean. uh, like a half the amount of time that most that most movies are in are in the. Well, the yeah, theater. like when I was at Somerville Theater, like I was seeing, I was working a show over there, and then you know my friend Ian that runs the place is like, yeah, we're showing Batman in the main theater, and I went in there to to look at it. And I was like, wow, cool. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, you, or wait 60 days and it's going to be out on digital. Or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, most it's movies gonna be now out are, soon. If, yeah, they come to streaming really fast, like even faster than when we used to make, used to be the joke when a movie was like really bad, they would put it on video to try to make some money. <laughs> now it's just like, this is just the way it is because they want to sell subscriptions to streaming services. I get it. It's totally. It's, I, it's, it's totally kind of replaced like um me going to the movies to see spider-man i th- I went to the movies to see uh snake eyes with uh with stacy and and uh james bond and everything we go went to, we don't go to the movies that much anymore a lot mm-hmm. like i would have liked to have gone to the movies to see spider-man with her even though i went and saw it by myself or whatever you know like i don't get to do that as much now we are not going to see batman in the movie theater together we're gonna to watch it at home together you know it's just a yeah weird it's thing. it's it is kind of weird i mean i do enjoy going to the movies but i don't feel like the need to do it that much anymore but i don't know uh, it's weird. our last my last movie experience with mrs elder just kind of put her off from movies for movies. oh the james although Bond. yeah although we will be going to see what's the uh what the uh, fuck is that can you hear that that's my yeah. the garage door. That's Mrs. Elder leaving right now. Oh, bye. Elder, yeah. Bye. Come on. Uh, bye. Well, Welcome like, home. We'll, we'll, we, yeah, she's going goodbye. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, we are going to see uh, uh, Downton Abbey in the theater. It's like right. She's excited about that. I'm, I'm not excited about it, but, you know, Well, I I'll go. fucking go instead. That's, you're a good guy. The two of us can go together. Perfect. All right. And, uh, I wouldn't be excited about that either, but it's okay. We all have hey, it's not my thing. It's her thing. So, but I'm happy <laughs> is, to go to keep it. I, we're gonna go to the fancy one, theater in North Dakota. Nice. When thousand hey, like percent like. is Stacy's yeah. thing. We love fucking Downton Abbey. We we get tattoos. You know. <laughs> we yeah. love it. Tattoos. So we could go with Mrs. Elder. <sighs> yeah, all right. We can make it a, a a party of three. All right. Oh, you're coming. <laughs> All right, a party for that. <laughs> I don't hate it. I oh, like I I know it well enough, like because she would watch it when I'm in the room with her. And even though I'm not watching the show, I can still half pay attention and pick yeah. up on things. So she was very surprised at the amount of stuff I retained when we went to the movie. I'm like, is that the guy that does that? And she's like, Oh my god, you were paying attention. I was like, Yep. <laughs> now, look at you. What a yeah, good guy. See? I still looked like a hero. Excellent. Well, whatever. It was. I mean, the movie does. It's not like a failure. I don't know why I keep saying, "Oh, it's the lowest grossing," but I mean, it's it's made a you, ton of money. But I think you're right. Like, it set up the rest of them. You know, it didn't do that great. It's kind of how you keep saying it. Well, because I don't. Time. I don't know. Like, it's, you know I that like... huge flop that he was in, Mission Impossible. But it is. I mean, you are factually correct. I, I guess I can't argue with that. You're. I, so I'm using the facts to support my argument, just like any good uh, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What do we think? Final thoughts. You go first, Harrison, so you could just get it all out. Get it out on the. Throw it I out on the. I feel like there's nothing really. 
wrong with this movie, I have to say. Like, it's it's fine. It entertained me for two hours. But I feel like a lot of it is very... Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to give it a C for cookie cutter is what I'm going to do. Wow, nice job. It's a very, like, everything seems to come very easily to Ethan Hunt and his gang. Like, it's there's nothing really like, oh, no. Like, even in the no, first I feel, one, I he feel looks like, like there's a lot. he's going to sweat. Like, a drip of sweat is going to fall on the thing, and it's going to set off the alarms, and he catches the sweat with his hand, and you're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. In this one, it just seems to, everything just seems to happen for him okay you know like it's until the yeah, end and then they, sh- they shoot the thing in his nose and he's but even then he has to like surrender to do that i don't know i mean it's nothing wrong with it like i said but i wish i wanted there to be a little more like drama and intensity to it but you know whatever like it's maybe that is a drawback of having three directors and all the different things I feel like, yeah, like Billy, the the reveal, oh, no, it's Billy Crudup is the bad guy. It's like, eh, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't really do much for me either way. And then they just shot him, and he was dead, I assume, unless he comes back in later movies, maybe he, he does. He does not. Okay, well, then okay. there you go. Even weirder that it just, like, he, his character wasn't even all that important in the first place. I would have rather it have been... Lawrence Fishburne. He seemed like he was a little more like I don't know, it, whatever. That it, but the action is good. I, like yeah. I said, I I I I see what you're saying, John, about like okay, like the scene where he's just he just comes out of the building with the thing. Like they never show him getting the rabbit's foot. You know, it does. Hey, don't suffer. worry. In the next movie, you can watch him hang off the side of the building. They show everything in that. Everything. Yeah, you wear yeah, like a dress. Yeah. Full book. <laughs> it's like, but but I've already seen everything. I've already That's... seen everything. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like you know what I mean. Like everything ha- comes pretty easily to Ethan Hunt, and that's that's fine. But I, I mean, I do like that they involved his. You know, oh, he's got a wife now. It's a whole thing. That, it's a little more personal. It's not just like this time. It's personal. Right. Just like Jaws. But it's I can't go any higher than C on this one. So that's fine. You do yeah. you, man. That's all I got, I guess. Very well. Clay, do you want to go next? I'll go next. Um, okay. You're allowed to <laughs> have a, you're allowed to have your C. I love I embrace your C for cookie cutter. I think what I like about these movies is uh I don't have to think too much and I really enjoy the action and I really enjoy the gadgets and, and whatnot. So typical clay faction. I'm giving it a very broad regular joe kind of review that i just put on mission impossible i watch movie now thing and i'm gonna have a blast <laughs> doing that i'm gonna have a great time i actually thought that the billy these are words crudup but i don't know if they're actually making sense <laughs> the, the, the the billy crudup reveal actually kind of i thought was actually a pretty a pretty good one i thought that was a enough drama for me um yeah, I I like it. I I like uh, uh what you didn't like about it. I I kind of I kind of like that it wasn't that complicated to follow along with it. I just want to see the big explosion sometimes. And uh, Mission Impossible has always come through for me. And I weirdly like Tom Cruise, and I I I don't know why, but I just yeah, <laughs> I feel the same way too. I'm like I sort of hate myself for liking him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I agree that he's probably awful, and I think that t- Scientology is terrible, and 
all that stuff. But um, but I, you know, he's like, he's in Interview with the Vampire. You know what I mean? Like he's in like some of my favorite movies ever, and uh, the Mission Impossible ones are are up there for me. I I enjoy the franchise just as much as I, I guess I'll put it this way. When we first started doing, I talk about this a lot, but you, when we started doing the Star Trek thing, and then I was surprised that you guys didn't want to go beyond Kirk's Spock and McCoy. We did beyond. We did Star no, Trek beyond. We did do beyond, <laughs> beyond in an episodic right. fashion. But then I said, you know, I I like Next Gen and I like all these other stuff, like like spy action movie done really well. I'm down for it. I really like JJ's direction i like philip seymour hoffman as a villain because you wouldn't really expect him to be one so i'm gonna give this a, a solid uh a flat I'm giving it an a flat final thoughts nice. inferno <laughs> the end <laughs> uh all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree with much of what durson said about how things come easily to ethan hunt the whole scene at the vatican i feel is sort of tense where it's like oh we got to get this done before this this happens and then and it always feels like it makes my palms sweat you know uh and i I, even the part where you didn't like where the 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 thing is rolling around in the street it didn't remind me of temple of doom but it didn't remind me of temple doom in a bad way um i think this course corrected after i'm also i also watched all these in a short span of time all these movies so it really course corrects from Mission Impossible 2, which is like so over the top John Wooey. Uh, listen to our Hard Target episode to hear our thoughts on John Wooey. Right. Um, so yeah. that was like too much. And so this brought it back. I was like, it's not the best of the movies. At one point, it was my favorite out of all of them until I saw Fallout, in which case that's my favorite. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I, I, wow. I, I liked this one. Uh, I liked the stuff Clay liked. And I like the stuff Durson didn't like. Uh, so I'm going to give it an A minus. Wow, you guys. Yeah. You really went. God. Okay. I guess we're going to have okay. to watch I'm, more of these. No, we, you, I'm not, we won't make you watch them. Don't <laughs> No, worry. I didn't hate. I didn't hate it, like I said. Yeah. But I, there's nothing I mean, really wrong with I, I it. Is, it is sort of yeah. uh, uh, the like the most plain out of all the movies. Yeah. I, I feel it is sort of it, it is sort of like the the story is really no story like that's the it's right. more of a character study and action pieces right. so if you're going in action. looking for like real complicated story you're not going to get it but if you're looking for something that explores ethan hunt's personal life well you will get that you get a little well, drama a little emotion i, I think little putting, rings. I, I think putting uh, like i'm not in this position and it's, it's hard to put me in this position but like being on in Durson's head for a minute, and you really don't like Tom Cruise. Why would you want to watch this movie? Like I that you gave you it a C. You made me watch. <laughs> that you gave you it a C. I think. Well, yeah, is you. even it was Amazon generous. Prime that yeah. it's going away in three days, so we had. It's to true. Yeah. Amazon yeah. Prime made me watch it because I guess I assume it's going over to Paramount Plus soon, so that's why they're. Uh, but, but I mean, I I I I get it. I get it. It's I don't h- hate stuff as passionately as you do and like i get the tom cruise hate i totally get it uh so i i could see how it might even be painful for you to watch this and in which it's not painful at all it it's just 
it's a little like, ugh. you know what I mean? It's like when I watch, I don't know. I can't even think of a comparison because there's nobody really like Tom Cruise. He's, I bet he's I would feel a, that way weirdo. if we were to ever do Fast and the Furious, which is a movie franchise I know that you like. I have zero fucking interest in seeing that. I don't care about They're the, the exact same died. fucking thing. I don't know why. <laughs> That's, but I'm I, to bring that up. <laughs> No, it's but the exact same thing. You like it's not the same and, thing. And it's not the but same it is. thing. All right. It's it's it doesn't this have is more this is more James Bond than it is car chases or whatever happens in those movies. What? <laughs> there are some car. There are car chases in this movie. No, but it's this is more. But Diesel doesn't Bond. do his own stunts. Yeah. Well, thank God for that. He's like the least athletic person in the world. He's in that. <laughs> Those triple X movies, he plays like a, a a skateboarder or something, and he's like the lamest looking. He's like, what? Looks like a giraffe out there. <laughs> here's what I okay. Here's what I would have done. And this is just a quick little side note, but my thought is the this movie, like John said, there's no real story and it's very compressed. Everything is just like boom, 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 next thing, next thing, next. So like, what I would have done was have her rescue his wife earlier in the, like earlier and have a final act where the two of them are sort of acting side by side and he's teaching her some of the things. And then like, you know, they're going through their, they kill Philip Seymour Hoffman together and they kill Billy Crudup together or whatever, you know, somehow just work it out. And instead of having that be like the last five minutes of the movie, like, I feel like that would have been more. I totally understand what you're saying. Christopher McQuarrie comes on in the next movie to help write it. And then, writes and directs the next two and a lot of the i think issues you have with this one are fixed uh, i mean especially I, I'm especially by the time you get to uh rogue nation i don't remember which i, I watched one of them and i don't remember which one it was now because all the names you, kind of you just have to remember which blends together the one that he's on the side of the building the one where it's either the building on the side of the plane hanging out the side or the, of the one plane, where he's yeah. hanging off the helicopter yeah yeah it does uh, a halo he, jump what's the one is there one where he's like on a gigantic ball of something that's hanging out of a plane yeah too? that's that's the no it's off the bottom of a helicopter he falls off oh, the helicopter right. onto the giant ball and everyone thought he broke his back and died <laughs> yeah exactly oh, uh, dang yeah, but I feel like in a way, and I wouldn't, you know, want to ever force anybody to watch something they didn't want to watch. But like the, but I you're gonna, like this, you're gonna watch I, these. You made, I, I feel like you like you I, really want me to watch some more of these movies. Well, I I would just want to watch them my again myself because I watch them not over quarantine, but like not not too. Uh, much before corn like within the last couple of years i did the same thing you did john which where i was like easing through ethan um but <laughs> but yeah like i don't know but it just seems like this is almost like the sea legs like a james bond like or there oh is this like gonna be like he's real like daniel craig like grew into the character and and this isn't about tom or his acting but like they kind of figure a lot of stuff out about the franchise in this movie that carries on and gets a little bit better as it goes on from here. I yeah, they, they, they sort of figured things out here and then improve upon it in future Yeah, so ones. this is like the first one of those. But 
I can see why if you wouldn't have the patience to want to watch any of these. Like I totally it's, get it, especially the Tom Cruise thing. But especially it the Tom Cruise thing. I understand. I appreciate that. It doesn't. It doesn't really like I. You know, as long as the movie is, you know, the pacing is is good enough, I can watch a Tom Cruise movie. Uh, you know, as long as it's it's, I don't have to stop and think about it. it's. Oh God, look at Tom Cruise now do his thing. But like, I don't know. You know what I mean? If you have to, if you stop and think about it and like look at it for a second, you, you start to go, Oh God. So, and, but it's not just him. I mean, a lot of people, I think that, and I know what you're saying about Fast and the Furious because I don't even like Vin Diesel, but I think it's, they're just a riot. I don't watch those movies because they're good, but like, right, you know, right, right. Like, but I, I, again, at the same time, I kind of don't see the difference between those movies and these movies, but for some reason, and not just you, Clay, but I mean, people put, you know, a certain pedestal, you know, like, oh, those movies are, and some dumb Fast and Furious movie. They're all just action movies. They're all just nothing, you know. Like something just... appeals to me as being, you know, like I'm wearing my my uh, check out our Legend of GI Joe episode. Like something that's like <laughs> action movies that are like like spy movies like this, or they 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 like could be on GI Joe. It could be like this could be GI Joe three. Or something, or if they actually did the GI Joe movies right, they would be more like Mission Impossible. I should say it like that. Like uh, it's just right. the kind of genre that I like, where it's a spy, where it's this is this shady stuff going on. You know, I tell my wife I'm working for the parking department. I'm really a spy. You know, I like spycraft stuff. I I get that. I get that. And unfortunately, they. I think they make G.I. Joe more like Fast and the Furious movies. They do. They do. Yeah. You want there to be totally. more like spy movies. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, exactly. It, you know, I remember when I was in and I was in field school and I, I had a professor who I hated. He was a total asshole, but he's it was Tom Cruise. <laughs> I hated this guy more than I hate Tom Cruise. I'll tell you that. But uh he said, like, I don't know, like the Lethal Weapon movies were big back then, you know, and he's like, oh, those movies, those are comedy. Those aren't action. Those are comedy. And I said, oh, what a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, but he's right. I mean, those movies aren't action movies. Like, they're comedy. You almost have to, like, sort of subvert, like, subvert your expectations in a way. But yeah, like, the Fast and Furious movies are more like the comedy style of Lethal Weapon movies than, like, these are more like a James Bond kind of movie, you know, action movie. I don't know if you're talking about just pressing play and not having to think about it. I feel uh, I I don't agree with Clay on that. At least on this one, yeah, kind of. On the next couple, no, I don't agree okay. with them. On well, that. I mean, I'm happy to watch another one if you want, but I'm not going to go through all six of them or however many. What is three left? Well, we yeah we started in the middle, so you didn't right. Have to. Well, thanks. <laughs> and but we the, have two more that haven't been released yet. Yeah, well, one's still filming. Yeah, yeah. there's two more. There's not just one. yeah. Every time it's gonna it, be eight. Every time one comes out, I'm fucking surprised, and I, I like <laughs> one I of like them Henry is already Cavill done. Too. Yeah, I seven. Like, well, they're still cutting it, I guess. Uh, and then the eighth one they're working on now. Yeah, I, I like. Henry but they were supposed to come out like three months ago. When when he's not, you know, Superman. Too, you know, he was in that Man from Uncle movie. I thought he was awesome in that. Like we should do a James Bond movie about that movie, uh, and like well, I don't know that it's a it's pretty good like it's like a throwback like it's like a a pastiche of the the genre I guess you know 
And uh, I liked I liked him in the uh, the Mission Impossible movie too. Well, the one that's the one where he wouldn't he couldn't shave his mustache. He couldn't shave the mustache, right? <laughs> yeah. For Justice League and oh man, yeah, ruined Justice League in a way uh, for a lot of people. I won't. <laughs> they should just let that <laughs> director go back and do whatever he wants with the Justice League movie and you know recut it. Maybe make make it, it about four hours worth. <laughs> um, uh, hey, that four-hour Justice League is way better than the regular cut. I have to say. So, anyways, I think that's about all we got, right? On yeah, Justice I think Fossil so. 3. That's it. That's it. No more. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out all of our podcasts on leaguepodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Wait a minute, John. I totally spaced out. What was your letter grade? I gave it an A minus. A minus. Okay. Flat A. a yeah, minus. I'm sorry. That was my fault because after he said A minus, I was like, what the fuck? Who the hell are you to say? You gave Batman 89 a C and you're giving this an A minus? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't even remember that, but it's true. Yeah. But Go back and listen a- to our Batman Forever episode. Not Batman Forever. I would get Batman Forever a C minus. <laughs> just kidding. I was just all right. Kidding. Batman the Batman. Batman eighty nine. John suddenly turned on it. I did. I don't like watching at that time. I guess I was I was channeling Durson's uh, just negative negative Nancyism. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an <laughs> and actor. Everything was eye rolling to me. Negative Nancy. I'm trying to think of an actor whose face really bothers me that I wouldn't be able to sit it sit through and i can't think of one but there's got to be one out there that i'm just like oh, i'm not gonna watch a movie with that I don't know. guy there's got to be one i'm sure there's plenty of them but yeah you know what for the podcast i'll watch whatever you guys want to watch well we'll do another one in a couple of months How we'll do that? another yeah, one down there right we, we, we could definitely that. space these they're not going anywhere we'll do um we'll do jack reacher next week and oh, then after that we'll do um <laughs> The one where he's the Nazi, Valkyrie, and uh, maybe Last Samurai, and then we'll come back to Mission Impossible. Then we'll do like Days of Thunder, and yeah. <laughs> Top Gun, yeah. uh, and uh, Jerry Maguire. Well, Top Gun Stay for our Jerry Maguire yeah. episode. Yeah. Oh my God, Jerry Maguire. I was thinking about that movie for some reason because I, I was like, I heard that Springsteen song. No, no, it was before that. It was weird because I had Springsteen playing on like my Spotify playlist and they played that stupid Secret Garden song, which is eh, whatever. But I was like, I wonder if I watched Jerry Maguire now, what would I think? Of you would it? hate it. I'm I sure. I probably would hate, hate it. it. I probably would hate it watching it now, too. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would. I wouldn't but... watch a, a triple X movie, but I'd I'd almost want to have the podcast watch The Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, okay. Well, so there's there's that. someone I whose face I see and I hate. Is, right, uh, is I Vin, get it. I just don't I like get him. Get it? Just, Who? Vin Diesel. Vin Di- well, yeah, because he's an idiot. Yeah, there's that <laughs> whole interview where he was just like practically masturbating on like some woman that was like interviewing him. <laughs> yeah, a woman. But no. he's like, oh my god, what is this beautiful land? Oh, wake me up! Oh, Jesus Christ, isn't she so gorgeous? What's your name? What are you doing? Oh my god! And I was like, what is with this guy? He's a creep. Pretty He's lady. Get over it. You know, aren't you already married to a pretty lady? You know, I don't know. Who's his, I don't even know. I don't know who he's married to, but if I was her, I'd punch him in the face. If we ever watch a Fast and Furious movie, I 
I would let you watch a good one though. I wouldn't. The early yeah. ones are really bad, but the couple. Well, of that's what they. Is. That's what every the people compared this Mission Impossible to, like Fast and Furious Five or whatever, where the movie right. started. Right. Where it turned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to do a whole thing, all the Fast and Furious movies. Rachel well, I love I that idea. Doing. Yeah, we should. Rachel and I were going to do it with with someone who's never seen any of it, so like he would be watching it for the first time, yeah. and um, that would be fun. Well, so you guys are on our list. Yeah, well, I've never seen I've any, seen, so yeah. I saw up to Tokyo Drift. I never saw, I didn't see a couple of the early ones. So. I I don't really care about Paul Walker. I, I feel bad saying that. I'm sorry he died, but like, I'm more into the, the you know, The Rock and those ones. So. Oh, I do love The Rock. Well, we'll figure it out. Thanks for listening, everybody, and catch you jumps later. Dum 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 d